Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are in this beautiful world. I hope you are having a great week so far, a great start to your week, a great end to your week. I don't know when you're listening to this, but regardless, I hope that you are having an amazing day. And if you're not, I hope this episode, you know, brings a little bit of sparkle back into your life. Uh, today, I really wanted to tackle this topic. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, and it's something that I actually dive into deeply into um, in, sorry, one of the modules in my new course, A Happy Human, and I thought that I would give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek here on the Cosmic Collective, and... I just feel like this is really good information. I think we need to talk about this. I've talked about this before on my Instagram. If you're not following me, you can find me at MadsMess on Instagram. And let's just, yeah, let's just dive into it. I actually have notes today. It's been a minute since I've done an episode that is like pre-planned, pre-organized. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it. So today we're talking about how to release victimhood without falling into a toxic positive mindset. And the reason I want to talk about this is because so often in the healing journey and I think in the quote spiritual community there are a lot of people who believe that feeling quote negative emotions is hindering their manifestations it's not good it's like to be avoided at all costs and I think well I know from a professional standpoint that avoiding and avoidance of negative emotions is actually a problem it's being really disconnected from your emotional self now I'm not saying be broody and sit in your you know your your sadness and your anger and your despair for days and weeks and months on end and do nothing about it and be a victim to life that is literally not what I'm saying, which is why we're having this conversation. But if you cannot feel your negative emotions and you are constantly trying to escape them, avoid them, run from them, you are extremely disconnected from your inner child, your sacral center in your energy body, and overall just disconnected from a deep part of yourself, your emotional self. And it actually causes more resistance and more blockages in your life. Even if you're not noticing them now, it is going to show up in your life. You cannot live life not feeling a negative emotion. And let me explain to you why. You chose to incarnate on planet Earth. That's why. Planet Earth is a dimension, third dimension. It is a dimension, a planet, an incarnation experience of polarity. You are here to experience the plethora of emotions along both the positive end of the spectrum and the negative end of the spectrum. And yes, heavy emotions have, um, they're, they're what we call contracted emotions. They vibrate very, very low on the Hawkins Hertz scale of consciousness. You don't want to stay in them all the time. The majority of the time you want to be in like a happy love peace state of being but because you're a human being and because you are here like I said on planet earth which is just like the obvious point you know this 
you're gonna have to experience negative emotions and if you run from those emotions you're actually suppressing more of your pain you're suppressing memories from childhood from trauma into the subconscious mind deep back into the psyche and those are actually going to become part of the subconscious mind and they are going to project outwardly into your physical reality because if you attended my workshop on june 3rd you know that your subconscious mind is the creator of your physical reality the more that you repress emotions and you shove that into the repressed mind aka the subconscious mind you are going to see it projected in your physical reality you're going to continue meeting people having experiences being in places and situations that don't feel good because you're not acknowledging what doesn't feel good internally you're running from it and so basically what the universe is going to do is magnify that and throw it back in your face because your subconscious again is the program to which your physical reality is constructed and this is science we talked about this in the workshop which you can get the replay for free i will link that in the show notes uh, really really great experience and you're bound to have a breakthrough because i did some hypnotherapy with the group um, whenever we did it so that is why we're having this conversation. This is something that I'm really, really passionate about. And I say this having been someone who used to refuse to sit in her negative emotions. I, you know, have always been very analytical. I understand why things have happened in my life. I understand the soul perspective. I understand the human perspective. I understand and something that was really important for me to learn was that great, my logical mental mind and mental body understand, which is my ego, my soul understands, which is my spiritual self, but my inner child, my emotional self, my emotional body does not understand that logic. It's impossible for that part of my consciousness and your consciousness, which is second dimensional, the emotions are second dimensional. If you're confused by the dimensions here, um, go back to the episode early in the podcast that is ascending through the dimensions of consciousness, I believe is what it's called. But the second dimensional part of you, which is you from zero to seven years, still exists consciously within you in your sacral center, which is just below your navel and is the part of you that is responsible for feeling it is associated with the emotional body in your auric field, which vibrates about five inches from your physical body. It's why you have emotions. It's it's part of the, the human experience. It's part of you being you and you being human. And I used to think that because I mentally and logically understood it, I spiritually and soulfully understood my emotions and my experiences that I didn't have to feel them. And this is actually a term in the spiritual community that is called spiritual bypassing. It means that just because you are understanding of a situation does not mean that you are experiencing it or feeling your way through the waves in which you must navigate to transmute and heal the experience because the only way out is through with emotions logic is not going to help you heal in the grand scheme of things it does help on a mental level but the reason why you can logically know something is true or logically know why something has happened but still have anxiety but still be angry but still get sad but still have all of these self-sabotaging habits even though you logically understand why things are happening or why things went the way that they did or you know, whatever the why is in the situation, the reason you're still having those feelings and these blockages come up in your life is because you haven't actually processed the emotion of the experience. And that is what you need to feel through to move forward in life and 
to create different for yourself and to transmute and to truly, truly, truly heal. Healing starts at that very, very base dimension, which is not even the second dimension. That's just another layer of it, but the first dimension as well, which we're going to talk about in another episode. Um, Actually, I believe that that's coming next week. So we'll talk about healing the first dimensional self, which is the survival self, um, as it relates to fight or flight experiences and um, like task completion and things like that. We're going to talk about next week. Um, but for, for this week, we're talking about the emotional self, the second dimensional self and releasing victimhood without being toxic positive. So let's jump into it. What is a victim mentality? What is victimhood? Victimhood is blaming other people and things outside of yourself for the way life is. Um, everyone, and this is the thing, everyone on some level has and will struggle with this at some point in their life. Because this is how society programs people. Oh, that's just the way life is. Can't do anything about it. That's what I was taught growing up. Um, With no disrespect to my parents, they have done an incredible job. It's just that they were taught that you can't do anything about the system. You can't change the way that society is, but you can influence it. You can change it. And if not, then you can at least change the way that you view it and the way that you experience life and society and the systems around us, right? So victimhood is blaming everything outside of yourself for the way that your life is. You also believe that life is against you when you have the victim mentality. You have trouble coping with um, problems in your life. This would go into like the fight or flight response as well. You view everything pessimistically. Everything is glass half empty, which is just like such a dull way to view life in all honesty. You don't take accountability for where you are. This might sound like, yeah, I know, and then not doing anything about it. You allow your problems to continue so that you can gain sympathy, attention, or access to certain things like medications or, and listen, I'm not talking like antidepressants and things like that. Don't come for me. That is not what I'm saying. I mean, like you don't take accountability for where you are in life. Let's say you have a drug problem, you know, like that's kind of what I'm getting at with that. You have the quote, poor me attitude, poor me, poor me this, poor me that, you know, woe is me kind of energy. You feel attacked when people try to offer you helpful feedback that would actually help you change your life. You feel bad when you feel bad for yourself. It gives you like a sense of relief or pleasure. And we're going to get into all what all of this should actually sound like in like a healing aspect without the toxic positivity in a little bit. If you're in a victim mentality, you're also going to attract people who um, blame others as well, who complain about their life. Um, You'll only be speaking or around people who speak negatively. uh, And you don't give yourself time to assess yourself or analyze yourself or your life because you refuse to make changes. So that's a little bit of, you know, self-inventory right here to see like, okay, like are you in a victim mentality? Now, the polar opposite of a victim mentality is toxic positivity, which is good vibes only, um, refusing to feel negative emotions, the it could be worse statement. I hate that statement. I have hated it, hated it, hated it ever since I was cognizant and like mentally sound enough as a child to understand what it means. The it could be worse is basically saying that Compared to somebody else, your pain, your trauma, your grief, whatever it is, does not matter because it is smaller than someone else. And this is the beautiful thing that I love to back up this statement with is actually what is called psychological resilience. And basically, this is a a field and a study of psychology that um, 
basically talks about how everyone's brain is wired differently to adapt and to tolerate different levels of negative experiences. So with one person's psychological resilience, they might be able to experience, you know, an abusive family growing up and really not come out too affected by it. They're obviously going to have some trauma to work through, but they're going to come out relatively okay. Then you might have a sibling in that same dynamic experience the exact same abuse from the family, but is just cannot cope, is like really, really, really struggling like mental health wise and just like is drowning in the trauma. They have different levels of psychological resilience and that means that they view the trauma differently. It's kind of like another example that we could give if we don't want to come from the same like household, the same experiences would be uh, two people both experience a plane crash. And I'm using a plane crash because it's really unlikely to happen and I don't want to like trigger anyone. Sorry if you know someone who's been in a plane crash. Um, but, you know, two people experience a plane crash, not the same plane crash, different times, different years, different moments in their life. One of them is pretty unaffected by it. They're like, oh my God, I came out of that alive. Like, I'm doing great. The other one cannot fly again, like literally cannot even step close to an airport. They're like terrified from the trauma. They have different levels of psychological resilience. And so basically this is to say that what is what might affect someone in a very, very deep way might not affect another person at all. What might affect someone in a very deep way might affect someone a fuck ton worse. And so this whole, it could be worse or my trauma isn't as bad as so-and-so or this isn't this type of trauma is really this toxic positive mentality that basically says that relatively compared to someone else, you don't have the right to feel the way that you do, to react the way that you do. And here's the thing, you don't choose how you react to trauma. Your brain does that naturally. You don't get to choose how you view your trauma, how you feel about your trauma. What you do choose is how you heal from it. We're going to move into this because, you know, one is victimhood, one is toxic positivity, and then the neutral zone where we want to be is the accountability area. So we're going to get to that. More examples of toxic positivity is always look at the bright side. This is something that I appreciate the sentiment and I actually have an example of like the happy medium in between of like okay like how can we view this from a soul perspective I actually I have an example of that later on I love the rerouting I think it's really important to reframe rewire and reroute thoughts and perspective the issue that I have with this and why it's in the toxic positive category is because timing for this statement is everything when someone just comes out of a really negative experience, telling them to look at the bright side, it's like asking for war because their brain is still so in fight or flight. Their nervous system is still feeling attacked and fired up and exhausted from fighting this experience on an emotional level, maybe even physical level. There is no bright side to that brain in that moment. The brain chemistry will not even register that there's a potential bright side to anything going on. This statement comes way after the fact. So I just want to put that out there. 
Failure isn't an option. You're never going to get anywhere talking or thinking like that. We never get more than we can handle. And there's no reason you can't do that are also toxic positive statements. And the thing is, is that a lot of toxic positive statements, it's because they're toxic because they're coming at the wrong timing. Good vibes only is toxic positive 24-7. I fucking, like, we're human. It's not going to be good vibes all the time. You know, like, it's just it's just not the way that life is. Can life be good 98, 99% of the time? Absolutely, but you're human. You came here to experience polarity. Like, there is literally not much more I can tell you other than the laws of physics and of this dimension and the um, outline and blueprint of a human experience incarnation on planet Earth as it is right now is to experience polarity. Unless you plan on, you know, just it's not you can't avoid it. Like you just you can't avoid it here. Uh, but the the reason toxic positive statements are in this category and why they can be well intended is the timing of them, and often because they don't follow a validating statement, and that's where the happy medium comes in between victim blame uh, victimhood. Um, victim mentality and toxic positivity. The happy medium is validating where you are at or validating where someone is at and simply asking them where they are in their healing and where their perspective is and where they want to go from there. So, you know, thought processes and statements with, you know, in this healed, not victim state, but also not toxically positive state is saying things like, what happened to me? hurt or what happened to me really fucked me up honestly and it wasn't fair but here's what I can do about it now or I'm in charge of my own healing and where I go from here it's also viewing it through a lens of rather than the whole always look at the bright side this is my reframe for that and this is actually what I bring my clients through as well is what kind of lesson was my soul trying to learn in this experience that is the quote bright side it's not maybe maybe it's not bright, but it's expansive and it's a bigger view and it's a bigger perspective. And I think it's the whole point of this incarnation. You are learning things as a soul. And so if you can try and step outside of yourself, outside of your ego and understand, okay, what was my soul trying to learn here? Maybe you've been a people pleaser your whole life and you just keep getting walked all over, keep getting walked all over and it's wearing you down and it's burning you out and it's hurting you. And you get to a point where you're like, fuck this. I'm so over this because someone just like took way too much advantage of you. Rather than saying like, always look at the bright side, you would want to look at it as what is my soul trying to learn here? Well, in that case, your soul is trying to learn how to set fucking boundaries in the human experience. Part of my language. But that's the point. You keep going through the same cycle because in that sense with the people pleasing because you're being taught on a soul level how to set boundaries. That's the whole karmic cycle that you're learning. So always look at the soul side. That is the happy medium between the two. You also want to ask, where is my accountability in this situation? And this is something that I've talked about before, and I'm going to give a trigger warning for abusive relationships and domestic violence because it's what I'm about to talk about. I was in an abusive relationship for over a year, and it was not a good time, obviously. I feel like that goes without saying. And obviously, again, the abuse was not my fault. I did not ask for it. I did not consent to being treated that way. I did not want to be treated that way. It was very painful to go through the things that I went through. And it took a lot of healing after the fact. But in that healing, I also had to recognize that there were several 
moments in the relationship where I knew I should have left, where I knew, I knew to give you, just to give you the, 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 the story a little bit in that relationship, we were together for like 14 months or something like that. Maybe like 13 months. That's funny. Cause 13 is a karmic number and it was 13 months. That's really funny. Um, but we were, so we were together a total of 13 months, like quote officially with probably about two to 300 quote breakups during that experience. What a time it was really abusive. And at Christmas, so three months into the, no, my higher self's reminding me of some things literally. Okay. Like honestly, like two weeks into the relationship, I knew I needed to leave the relationship. Like I knew I should not be in it. I stayed in it for a particular reason, which I'm not comfortable sharing to be honest it's just like really personal fast forward to the holidays so about three months after I started dating this person um something happened it was like the first sign of physical abuse showing up in the relationship and I knew ooh, I can't stay in this but I did the abuse progressed it got worse a lot worse like a lot worse and come around April, May, June timeline, I knew, okay, I need to leave. Like this is just, this is going to get really bad. I didn't leave. August comes around and I have a moment where, and if you've read my book, Sweet Daisies, um, I think, oh, I don't know if I put that in the book actually. I think there were certain things that I just kept out. Oh, I don't think, oh no, maybe it did go in there. Anyways, there was this, this experience, this, this day that was just really bad, really bad. And I literally, like I had been fearing for my life in the relationship, but this was a day where I knew like if I stayed, like I wouldn't make it out alive. And if you hear me kind of like laughing while I'm talking about this, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. I think I've said this in episodes before, like it's not funny. I'm just like, it's uncomfortable to talk about. And in August, so almost a year into the relationship, I knew, okay, I have to leave. And I started trying to figure that out. And I really started relying on my higher self for this. I didn't leave until the end of October. Um, so 13 months into the relationship, despite knowing two weeks into the relationship, three, three months into the relationship, six months into the relationship, you know, almost a year into the relationship, I knew at several points in the relationship I needed to leave. So the happy medium here versus victimhood and toxic positivity is to say, okay, the abuse was not my fault. I did not ask for the abuse. I do not deserve abuse. However, my accountability is the fact that if I had left the relationship sooner, I would not have experienced the things that I experienced. And so what is the sole lesson in that experience? The sole lesson is, well, first of all, when you see red flags, um, acknowledge them and walk the fuck away. That was lesson number one. The second one was no matter how much it hurts to walk away, that hurt is always so much less than the hurt of staying in those kinds of situations. And there were several, several other lessons as well that I had to learn in that experience. And so that's the happy medium between, you know, oh, well, it wasn't my fault. And like, you know, he did that to me. Yeah, he did. But he only did that to me because I chose to stay in the relationship. And so no, the abuse is not my fault and I will not ever take accountability and responsibility for the abuse, but I do have to take accountability for choosing to be in the relationship at that time. I hope that that makes sense. Other um, ways that you can be in this like happy medium state is... um, 
you know, failure leads to the path of success. So rather than saying like failure isn't an option, failure is literally just you learning what not to do. And sometimes you have to learn what not to do before you learn what to do. For example, sometimes you have to learn the kinds of relationships you don't want to be in to learn the kind of relationship that you do want to be in. I am capable of learning new things or I am capable of doing hard things. I feel like this is really good because, you know, taking accountability and changing and viewing your life in a way that is working with you rather than against you, um, life is happening for you, not to you kind of energy. I feel like this is really a strong statement because it's going to feel really new. It's going to feel like a very overwhelming experience to take accountability and to start making changes, but you are capable of learning how to do that. You are capable of healing. You are capable of learning, pardon me, what you need to heal. You are capable of learning about yourself. You are capable of sitting in heavy emotions, which can be really hard. It's kind of scary to sit in your mind for the first time whenever you've run from it for 18, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, right? Like it's hard, but you can do hard things. And I think that that is a key with, you know, coming into this positive healing zone, uh, taking accountability for your life. And that's my last statement with this happy medium state is 100% responsibility for your life is required. And again, that comes from saying, no, that wasn't my fault. That thing that happened to me, they chose to do that. Sometimes that's the case, but you're always going to have to look at, you know, you know, why did I meet that person? Why did I gravitate towards that person? Why did I stay in that situation if I knew it wasn't good for me? That's where your responsibility comes in. And it doesn't mean that the trauma was your fault. Trauma is never anyone's fault, right? It's not Trauma is never the victim's fault. But to move out of the victim mentality and to become a survivor or to just become a healed, happy human, you have to take responsibility for what led you to that situation, You know, again, going back to my example of the abusive relationship I was in, what led me to that relationship was a huge amount of lack of love in my life, lack of self-love, and in all honesty, like just feeling like love was going to be outside of me. It had everything to do with not loving myself. Now that I've learned to love myself, and it's been a very long time since that has occurred, uh, it's been over a decade, you know, I don't tolerate shit not just from men in relationships. I don't tolerate shit from anybody. I do not tolerate shit. And I don't give a fuck. I will walk away from situations, relationships, experiences so fucking quickly and become so fucking indifferent because I know what I deserve and I know what I'm not willing to experience again in my life. Like, fuck that basically is my mentality. So when it comes to all of this, what I'm trying to tell you is that only viewing things negatively or only viewing things as you know has to be like the light um, has to be the super duper positive can't have any problems kind of energy neither of them are serving you victim mentality and victimhood is not serving your growth toxic positivity is not serving your growth you have to learn how to validate what has happened to you Honor the emotions that you feel. Feel the emotions that you feel because of those experiences. Learn how to process those emotions. Then go into the analytical, logical, mental body and say, okay, 
Now do I understand why that experience happened? Because the only way you're going to pull wisdom from these experiences, the only way that you're going to gain soulful insight, higher intuitive insight as to what you are clearing in this lifetime and what you are ascending into in terms of creating the life of your dreams and becoming the happiest, healthiest, dreamiest version of you, you're going to keep hearing me say that a lot, is, um, is to really feel your way through the emotions to learn what those emotions are trying to tell you, to understand that everything has a bigger, deeper meaning in your life than you might allow yourself to acknowledge when you're in a victim mindset. You're going to have to feel those heavy emotions while actively trying to find your way through them so that you can release them, transmute them. And I just sent an email out last week on transmutation. Again, I teach about that in a happy human as well. And you're going to, over time, as you feel through these emotions, you're going to release them from your subconscious. Um, They're going to come up. They might feel very heavy. They might feel a little overwhelming and chaotic, but you're going to release them. And then you're going to find that you are able to live a more peaceful, happy life because you're not repressing your emotions and let me just like be totally like transparent here I just launched my course my very first course in business um, in this business called a happy human and I'm going to talk to you guys about that at the end give you guys an exclusive little podcast discount you know why not you guys are dedicated to this podcast so I'm gonna give you guys a little discount uh but I launched a happy human I had an incredible workshop literally a week ago today, okay? And I was floating on a high for a few days leading up to, during, and after the workshop and launching a happy human. And then all of a sudden, I got hit with, now mind you, we were in a deep, deep, deep solar flare storm. So like lots was coming up to clear for the collective. But I got hit with such a wave of, just like sadness throughout the week and I really had to accept that I actively tried to move my way through it and move out of it but there were a couple of days a couple of mornings throughout last week where I had to actually just take the morning and sit with my emotions and I learned a lot I'm not going to tell you guys what I learned because I'm you know it's just a little too fresh we'll talk about it maybe in the future but there were things that I had to to recognize and process and feel my way through so that I can enjoy the remainder of this launch of a happy human. And that's not to say that I'm not happy with the launch. It's not to say that I'm not excited. It's not to say that there, there was no positivity and there is no positive. There is so much. The, essentially what it was, there was so much good and so much positivity that it made a part of me sad, which was like a really perplexing kind of experience. It was actually really interesting now that I look back on it, like it's, and now that I've moved through it and, you know, all parts of my consciousness are like on the same page, but like it was really interesting to see like where my inner child was at, where my ego was at, where I was at, where my higher self was at. Like it was just, it was a very perplexing experience. There was so much good happening that it made a part of me sad and I had to sit with that and move through that. If I had pushed that away, I would not be feeling better right now. And I know that because I used to do that. I used to push away feeling sad because I would literally, I remember when I was in therapy, I would tell, I would tell my therapist, oh, I completely understand like why I would be that way. But like, I understand it. So like, 
it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't need to feel it. And it was her who said, yeah, you do. You really do have to feel it. Like you, you've got to feel it and you know that you have to feel it. Like you, you know this. Um, so I know what it's like to analyze emotions and to, I had a history of running away from my heavy emotions. Why do you think I was high for three years straight? Like, trust me, I get it. And this is why I'm telling you this, that the victim mentality, but also the toxic positivity, neither of them are going to work for you. The happy medium is the in-between. And so if you want to learn how to go through this process, you want to release victimhood, you want to, you know, become the happiest, healthiest, dreamiest version of you, then you honestly might want to check out my course, The Happy Human. It is literally the entire methodology that I bring my one-to-one coaching clients through. And I put it into a course. It's nine weeks long. It has hypnotherapy every week. And I'm going to teach you how to go from, you know, all these repeating cycles and these bad habits and the self-sabotage and the stress and the panic and the lack mentality and the fear of things not working out for you to becoming really stable and secure in your authentic self-expression to actually feeling happy and knowing what to do with that happiness. You know, we're going to talk about upper limits and everything like that. So take a look at the um, link in the description. It's going to tell you everything that you get in a happy human and like kind of like the general course outline. The course outline has changed a little bit. I've been adding things and kind of part of me moving some things around as I've been in um, filming and in post-production with it. But it's everything that's written there is going to be in it. It just might not be the week that you see it as right now on the page. But most of it is. Like 99.9% of it is. There's just a couple tweaks that I've made. And if you enroll before July 3rd, you also get my manifestation course, my four-week manifestation course, Starlight, completely free. That will drop in August. And that's not going to be available to the public until like winter. So you'll get free access and lifetime access to that as well. And a couple other little bonuses going on. And I am going to give you guys a code. So if you use the code cosmic at checkout, both on the payment in full and the payment plans, then you can save 10% on your a happy human enrollment. And we already have, I think, a dozen people enrolled in the course, and I'm so fucking excited. We have group coaching every month, so as soon as you enroll and the course will drop on July 3rd, there will be a group coaching call um, at the end of July. So I'm really, really excited to, um, you know, just create community that way and to be able to help you guys heal in a completely different way. Group coaching has been a request the course has been a request so why not combine the two and make it a very sweet experience so we're gonna dive into victimhood and releasing that in the course as well I believe it's like the week eight module or the week six module I don't remember so many modules but it's in there in the second half of the course and I hope that today you got a better understanding of it and yeah I will see you guys in the next episode I hope you have a great rest of your week. Go be your divine self. You got this. I love you.